All right, three, two, one. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to Nerd Stuff with Ian 2.0 podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Ian. As you guys have already read the title, you guys already know it's the Variety Podcast. I figure I'll talk about comic books, toy news, and we'll kind of go from there. So let's start with the comic book, or actually, I say toy news real quick. So with the WandaVision season finale finally. Finishing up, Hasbro was able to actually release some photos of the figures they're going to actually be putting out. So they are doing a white Vision figure. They are doing a new Wanda and Vision figure. And from everything I'm seeing, it looks like they're, they're probably going to have more coming our way. I'm going to be curious, though. Because I feel like, to me... They're not saying we're probably going to get a Quicksilver, but I feel like we'll probably get an Evan Peters Quicksilver, which I think a lot of people want to have anyways. Just because technically we've never actually had an MCU Quicksilver yet as a figure. So I think that's definitely on the way. Uh, What else was there in regards to kind of like Hasbro? Hasbro did just confirm their... uh, their newest wave, which I can't remember if I really talked about or not, but if I did, I'll just reiterate it. So they're going to do their Year of the Villains wave. So they do have a they have Red Skull in that, Lady Deathstrike, Doctor Doom from Secret Wars 2015, which is God King Doom. He comes with a very interesting piece, which is the head and spinal column of Thanos, because in the story pretty much doom takes out thanos with like just a touch pretty much just goes nope rips out his spinal column definitely worth checking out just to kind of demonstrate his power you have the aim doctor or i should say aim scientist kind of whichever way you want to go with he's one of the head aim guys you also have within that i'm trying remember, you also have the hood i feel like there's one more i'm forgetting and arcade. The, they want to go more of a villain style way, which I think a lot of people have been looking for anyways. I feel like we've all gotten a lot of heroes, not a lot of villains. And the Build-A-Figure villain is Zenmu. Now, Zenmu is an immortal Hulk, or technically just a Hulk villain. She's gotten more prominence recently because he had a story arc with and the Immortal Hulk that's written by Al Ewing with art by Joe Bennett. And he's pretty powerful. He's definitely, he has telepathic abilities. Definitely somebody that I'm kind of thrown off they went with. But again, I kind of, I kind of get because I feel like they're just trying to give us more and more Hulk villains without giving us like the overflow of Hulk villains. Because they really haven't had a straightforward like Hulk, like build a figure wave since if I recall, I think Fin Fang Foom. And that was early Hasbro. I think they've had like a Hulk build a figure, but they never had like a Hulk like character centric build a figure wave, if that makes any sense, since Fin Fang Foom. Because that had uh, King Hulk or Green Scar Hulk. You had uh, Hulk after the explosion, Grey Hulk. You had a bunch of Hulk versions in that. So definitely. It's interesting to see more and more of the Hulk villains and Hulk characters get, you know, more prominence. 
I can't remember if I talked about this in the past, but they are doing a Modoc figure. And he definitely, if you didn't collect the original Marvel Legends, I would definitely say collect this one. I know I'm planning on it. He's definitely, for your AIM soldiers, especially if you did like, a, especially if you did a lot of the AIM soldiers or Hydra soldiers, like you pick, picked up the army builders, if, especially if you did mainly for AIM, then Modoc should be one of the ones you want. He's definitely a little better than the old one. And he comes with like two head sculpts. So they, I definitely feel like they have some stuff that I feel like I'm excited about. He is a $50 figure, so you're going to have to kind of be like, okay, well, how much stuff's coming with him? Which I think is enough to warrant a $50 figure, but that's just me. Uh, What else? I know I talked about Maestro in the past. They've, they've kind of just more or less just confirmed him and the She-Hulk, pretty much, which both I'm sure I've talked about in the past. Um, I don't think they really confirmed anybody else past those. And those are kind of like the main ones they went with. Now, we do have to wait till after Falcon Winter Soldier comes out. And that series is done to see what they're going to do with a lot of those MCU versions of the characters. Like, I already... I'm going to take a quick guess. We already know they're probably going to get another Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I think... People want anyways with better head sculpts. Guarantee we'll probably get an MCU Baron Zemo and probably an MCU US agent, which to me just makes sense regardless. Why not just do those? You know, take advantage. And I'm curious to see what the MCU is going to do with those characters, in my opinion. that That's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, Alright, let's, let's hop over to McFarlane. So McFarlane's actually had like the most crazy amount of news. I know last time I think we talked about a lot of the Batman Beyond figures that are coming out. So that technically there are two Batman Beyond figures. You have one that I think is just a Target exclusive. And then you have one that I think is just a, I think it's an Amazon exclusive or a regular release. But the regular release is the one that's more, that's more like the cartoon series accurate with the mouthpiece on it. Versus the one with more of a blank face without the mouthpiece on it is more of the Target exclusive. Preferably for me, I prefer like the smirk. It's just kind of like something I, I don't know. I just prefer because it just makes more sense and it fits more with the character for me. But that's just me to kind of give clarification on that one. Another one that they've really been kind of giving more clarification on is the uh, the Batfather, which is essentially... Just dark side, but in a Batman costume. They can they show more of his wave. A lot of people. You have Wonder Woman. You have a new Wonder Woman. You have Superman. You have another Batman. But this Batman's pretty much the same one that came out for, I believe it's last night on Earth, or it was one of the other previous Batman. But instead, he he's gonna have. The Plastic Man guitar instead. So, kind of reference that uh, Batman heavy death metal like vibe on him. And then I'm trying to remember who else was supposed to come in that way. It's Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman. It's going to irritate me because I should know it. Oh, Lord. I'm forget. I'm blanking on it. 
but I feel like it should be should be anybody crazy. Uh, Give it one second, bad father. Yeah, so I'm looking, bringing this up. He definitely he clarified more with the. He clarified more along with what's going on. Some people, they were not as happy with the reuse of the Batman. So, which I get, you know, at the end of the day, kind of, it sucks. Because you kind of, you're expecting more out of it. But, you know, at the same time, you can only get, or you can only kind of, I guess, at the end of the day, Get but so many kind of it's new innovations, and I figured he wants to take more advantage of that. Uh, Lord, I'm I'm not even going to worry about the fourth figure off the top of my head. But we'll we'll jump into the next portion of it. So he did confirm they are doing a Zack Snyder Justice League figure set, which I think a lot of people have been very curious about. And at first, if you saw the early images, they looked horrid. The more the newer high resolution ones with like the Batman, the Cyborg, they don't look too bad. Flash looks about what he should. Superman doesn't look too bad. The only one that really looks horrible is the Aquaman figure. And that's just realistically how they, that's the face sculpt work did not work out well. So, they're they're kind of giving him crap for that one. So it is, uh, it's going to be interesting in regards to just how that's going to kind of work. Oh, Robin King was the fourth figure on that one. That's who it was. So. That, that I think of that one, the Aquaman was probably the weakest looking one, but they did have a Steppenwolf and a new Dark Side they're doing. I think they're both falling underneath the mega figure set. Kind of like his idea, so they're way bigger figures. And it to me it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very interesting to see kind of what he's gonna do going forth. They don't look are like they're going to be like the most articulate, or they're—I should say—they're pretty well articulated. Are they going to look like almost as you know, like the likeness is going to be like dead set on like a Mafex figure? No, Mafex there they they try to pride themselves on getting a pretty good likeness and a good sculpt and common accuracy. Now that being said, Mafex also has its issues, but that's neither here nor there. So. Definitely, if you're looking at some more of the you know McFarlane figures, they are they are having some come out. Just League is the newest wave he's confirming. He does have a bunch of ones that are on like a like not confirmed yet list. So I'm really not gonna say anything too much about it. Other than I think the one that I feel like is probably gonna reign true 
that is on the list is Batman The Dark Knight Returns. Now, to me, that's interesting to see because I feel like McFarlane would be able to nail like a Frank Miller Dark Knight Returns. The problem is, is he going to nail Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns better than what Mafex is doing right now? That's kind of where it's getting tough for me is, I mean, I spent the money on the Dark Knight Returns Batman. He's probably my favorite Batman figure and he's like my definitive one. So like for, to give kind of context. So right now, since kind of paying more into the Mafex figures, I've bought the comic paint Spider Amazing Spider-Man, which I did have to get replaced because of the wrist issues. And if you ever have any of those issues, please message me. <laughs> I, I will uh, go through. I'll like give you kind of like ideas of what you can do, or hopefully, like what happened to me, if you ordered off Amazon, you're able to get a good replacement. If you bought the comic book paint one, now if you are one of the people who are like, eh, I'm going to skip the comic book paint. I want that Peter B. Parker. The from the Spider-Man, Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, then in my opinion, you just stick with that. I think the P.D.B. Parker is an amazing figure. I got him myself. I ordered him. My, one of my coworkers like, dude, you need to get him. And I ordered him. I was like, crap. I was like, he is so much better than the comic paint one. And the issues have not even been there. Like, he just looks better. And kind of weird like i like the comic book paint one but i feel like i have more fun with the peter b parker which is just weird to me so i have just to kind of just kind of break down like what i've got i've got the comic book paint amazing spider-man peter b parker the dark knight returns batman and the hush batman now i have been looking at the cyclops and other figures they have and just kind of picking and choosing which ones i kind of want now that's like that's kind of like my foray into the Mafex stuff. I try my best not to jump too far in it because, I mean, you're you're paying up hundred. You can pay almost to hundred, one hundred and twenty dollars a figure. And to me, it just kind of like unless it's a figure I really want, I'm or if like I feel like I really need it, I'm not gonna go in and blow a crap ton of money. Now the Psylocke and Gambit they have confirmed though look fantastic and their hush superman looks fantastic but those might be the ones i probably will get i don't know yet i have yet to decide on that one but then again i've also got them in marvel legends form so i may skip the x-men and kind of just stick with characters that feel like i want more in that form they do have a really cool looking Doctor, MCU Doctor Strange, so I may go with him. But that's kind of neither here nor there. There's a bunch of them. Definitely, if you're trying to get in the Mafex game, definitely look around. Check out websites like AmiAmi, Amazon Japan. They'll usually get you the best prices for the figures in regards to it. So, Or if you want to just go through straight Amazon, I like I did. There's certain figures that... You're just going to be like, you know, I'll rationalize the price by the time I pay shipping and handling for this figure. I'm not sure I buy it through Amazon. And then you pretty much go from there. And now you have 
the ability to potentially get a free return or replacement. So I'll leave it up to you. It definitely use the collector. Now I'm trying to think if there's any other big like Marvel or DC figure newses or I should say pieces of news that are going to be coming out. I really don't talk too much about Mezco and other toys, so I think I'm just going to stick with those three for right now. So let's uh, let's jump into the comic books. So for comic book wise, I've actually picked up quite a bit in regards to it. So I did. I believe I told you guys I got myself all caught up on Stillwater. I've got myself, which was issues five and six. I got. Perch, we only find them when they're dead, number five. I believe, I'm trying to remember like how long ago I got this cop. And then Firepower issue number eight. So those were the main ones. And then, of course, like Last Ronin issue two, which I covered along with, uh, I think I already talked about Maestro Warren Pax, Automal issue number four, which issue five just came out this week. I need to pick that up. Uh, Bleed Them Dry, issue 6, and Decorum. There are some that like I just kind of, when I went to my local comic book shop the last time, they didn't have a lot of. Now, those are my physical. Now, my digital, I kind of win ham. A little bit more on the digital side. So, I was like, you know what, let me kind of just look and kind of like give myself kind of an understanding of like what I want to do with my Suicide Squad story. Or I guess my, how would I fix Suicide Squad for the big screen? And I decided to buy digitally on Comixology the like the 1987 to I think it's 1997 or 99 John and John Ostander Suicide Squad, and just see how he kind of wrote it. And I've been going through that pretty quickly. In my opinion, it's definitely... I know you can buy it in paperback. It's not the most impossible thing to find. But definitely it helped me in regards to kind of trying to revitalize like how I would do it. And especially if you're looking for more of like a definitive Suicide Squad. like Where they're all more or less like the scummiest versions of what they could be. Then... I definitely suggest getting in on that or just trying to find it, whether you're buying it physically or digitally. I think that if you're trying to, you know, if you're in the mood for like Suicide Squad or like villains that are now having to be heroes, not by their choice, but by the government, then I definitely would suggest that. I think it's definitely one worth picking up. Uh, I also picked up... Uh, DC's Infinite Frontier, which is their new standard going forward in regards to like what the DC universe is going to look like. Now, DC did just do DC Future State, which had a lot of different you know setups for books, like a new Batman, uh, Superman, kind of where they're going to put him now that Wonder Woman's gone due to uh, Dark Knight's death metal. And kind of just where it goes... It was an okay issue. It was def- it was an oversized issue that it established where it's going to go, and you can definitely feel like that James Titan the Fourth and Jorge Jimenez's, you know, Batman right now is going to be 
like the the core, the core of what they want. And it's where DC's been pushing. Like Batman's definitely their main guy. Superman has a little bit, but he's not like the most the best way I want to put this. He's not the guy he that he used to be back then. He he's lo- definitely lost a lot of steam. Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Gleason definitely brought a lot of it back. But unfortunately, depending upon the type of fan you are. A lot of people will pan Brian Michael Bendis for really tapering him back and messing up a lot of what happened to him, which, I mean, I'm not really going to blame them for it because I was not the biggest Brian Michael Bendis fan on Superman, but that's either here nor there. So definitely it was interesting to see kind of their ideas and where they want to go. I, I'm going to probably try and stay up to date on Philip Kennedy Johnson's Superman. He's the new Superman writer. So I'm curious to see where he's going to kind of go for it because I kind of want, and this is just me. I feel like I've read a lot of Batman and I feel like you can only do, but so many crazy stories with Batman till you kind of, you, you kind of hit a wall some places. It's not that I don't like Batman as a character. I mean, a Nightwing from the Bat family is arguably my favorite DC character. But I've kind of like, I've read a lot of Batman. Batman the Outsiders. You know, Batman by Tony S. Daniel and Graham Morrison. I've read Batman by Scott Snyder. I read a little bit of pretty much uh, James Hyde and the Force Batman. I read... You know, Batman Black Mirror. I've read a lot of different Batman stories. And I'm kind of like, I want to see something different. And that's why I'm kind of like trying to get a little more into the Superman stuff. Just to kind of even it out. Because I feel like there's still an untapped story there to me. But that's just kind of like my thought. So, picked up. MDC's Infinite Frontier picked up issue 29 of Superman. So you have, it's going to be going coinciding. I think it's Superman and then Action Comics, the next one. I think that's going to come out. It's a two part story he's doing uh, for that Phil Kennedy Johnson's doing with Superman. So I'm reading that. Uh, picked up Immortal Hulk issue 44. I think Daredevil issue 28. Digitally, a lot of them are like a lot of digital pickups I did. And I'm trying to think what other ones have I gotten during that time. I think I finally got myself all caught up on uh, on what's it called? Uh, oh my god. I'm forgetting the title of the book. Undiscovered Country, if I recall. I think I can't remember if I got you guys all caught up on that, but I did get all that taken care of. I think I talked about in the last variety podcast, but sometimes trying to keep track of all these books, man, it's, it's a lot. And then, uh, who else? I'm still keeping up with X-Men by Jonathan Hickman, still kind of doing that thing. And then did pick, decide to read a couple issues of Savage Dragon, Spawn, stuff like that. Something stuff, old books, 
Because I was like, eh, I'll probably do some like more indie comic spotlights. But uh, the big one I feel like I might throw out there is, so for people who don't know and don't have Comixology, Comixology does an update every month of new books they add on to their service. And again, I'm not sponsored by Comixology, but I like to kind of, that's where I get most, if I'm buying digitally, that's usually where I'm going. So I'm just going to kind of run down like some, some books that like to me I picked up and just start reading off Comixology that you can just borrow and then give back like the big ones. I feel like for the month of March. So first one I'm going to start off with is star Wars Vader dark visions by Dennis hopeless. I didn't think that was bad, but then again, I'm also a big star Wars Vader fan. So definitely if you're in the mood for some star Wars, Darth Vader stuff, I definitely suggest kind of, reading some of the Star Wars Darth Vader books, I definitely, in all intents and purposes, say that the that usually the Darth Vader stories have been my favorite ones to read. And I think that if you're looking at basic Star Wars, I think they're the most solid, in my opinion. Plus, I feel like they've been kind of, in a lot of ways... Like I don't think we're ever going to get like another solo Vader story. Like we're not going to get another part of the Vader story. Like I would love to see them do like a, a a Vader like movie. But again, we've already had technically like six movies and how he became Vader, and then kind of like the ending of it. I can't. And then we saw with Rogue One, kind of like how powerful Vader is. I don't know for a reason. I kind of want to see more. Of like Vader stories. That's just me. Definitely. Just that. Uh, another one we suggest. Is they did add a lot of. Uh, DC Vertigo. Like uh, Hellblazer. Which is John Constantine. Definitely say. If you've not gotten into that one. Definitely suggest that. It's a Hellblazer. Especially if you're looking for more of like. The weird magical side. Of DC, I will suggest Hellblazer. They've added more to it, and I think that you will, particularly if that's like kind of where you want to be on the weird side of it, definitely go for it. Uh, same thing with Preacher. He's another DC Vertigo. Definitely suggest that. Uh, another one that I caught was a Juggernaut, and that's been by I think it's like Fabian. I can't say his last name. It's I think it's Nakazia. But he he did Juggernaut. He's done the new Juggernaut series. Definitely say if you're like, hey, I'm kind of I, I want to read more about Juggernaut. Definitely, he is my. So I've got I've Vader Dark Visions. Uh, we'll do Hellblazer. I think. Yeah, Juggernaut. I'm trying to remember if there is. My brain, as you guys can tell, my brain's trying to make sure I remember everything that's going on. So that's the three off that. For in regards to like three, I'm going to suggest another one that kind of threw me off was uh, they actually added a lot of the original uh, TMNT like image series. So essentially, they did add the. TMNT Urban Legends, which was done by 
Image Comics because this was when that weird, it was in a weird spot where TMT was no longer with Mirage. Uh, Kevin Eastman and Peter Lair were kind of not in the best of terms. They were trying to figure out where they want to take their book. And more or less, you, you got this story. And it's, it takes place after the original comics. Or if say the original team and T books that were done in the eighties, definitely worth checking out. It it's very interesting to see kind of the ideas and stories they had, and kind of see did some of them work out, did some of them not. So definitely suggest that. That's like one of the you know the indie titles I'll throw out there instead of just being all Marvel and DC. Uh, I, I need one more. I'm trying to remember I'm trying to remember my other one I picked up. I decided just to borrow and read Top Med because I finished it already. You know what? I'll throw in Preacher. Preacher's another DC one. It's done by DC Vertigo, similar to the Hellblazer. It's done by... Oh my god, why am I... It's not Neil Gaiman. It's uh, Garth Ennis. Garth Ennis be the guy that did Preacher. And if you're watching the current Preacher TV series, I definitely suggest reading the books. So, all intents and purposes, those are kind of like my top five I'll, I'll suggest from... You know, Comixology, if Comixology Unlimited, definitely if you're like, hey, none of those fit me, pick your poison. They've got, they have like, I think they got over a hundred some odd books and they're usually pretty good about staying consistent. They've got a lot on there. So definitely if you have yet to get on Comixology or if you're like, hey, I'm just trying to find you know, a good place to read a bunch of old books, then... In my opinion, I'm gonna I'll plug it. I'm not sponsored by them, but I'll plug it just because it's a it's a service I use, and I think that's beneficial. So I guess let's just kind of close this out. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening. As always, you guys can find me on where on Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, or Podbeam, wherever you get your podcast. You guys can also find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Earth over the end. My email at nerdstuffwiththean at gmail.com and Comics Amino. You guys can find me on there as well. That being said, thank you guys for listening. Have a great day. Later.